Saddle up, sit down, and shut the fuck up. This episode of the Tunana Shoe Podcast is brought to you by the Love, Respect, and Happiness Store. A proud sponsor of the Tunana Shoe Podcast and a store for people that have love, respect, and happiness. Not a place where you can buy it. You can't buy love, respect, or happiness. You couldn't buy Norm MacDonald either. You especially can't now. I'd like to dedicate this episode to Norm, for Norm, to mourn Norm. I didn't know him, as you know, if you know me, or if you don't know me. But I do know that he would have known what to do if he had walked outside his apartment building and seen on top of the trash can, not in the trash can, but on top of the trash can, a box of Plan B and a bag of In-N-Out. Heck, he probably would have been the one that left it there just for that joke. But then he would have known how to package it perfectly. I mean, it was already packaged so perfectly, in and out at plan B on top of a trash can. But that's the technique with stand-up is how you bring it up, what you make them notice at what time. You don't just show people trash or shove it on them. Unless you might if you're a tinfoil alien. These goons were the ones that finally made contact with us. Finally, alien life is out there, and we know it, and they had reached out just to tell us to stop littering space. Humanity, finally having an answer for something they've sought after for so long. So much conflict, debate, speculation, theory. Humanity did what I've always known them to do with such an answer and information. Nothing. Looked at it and were told about it and saw it sitting there like a bag of in and out and plan B on top of a trash can. Anyhow, these tinfoil aliens, these goons that are like the Fonzies of space, came down to our planet without any kind of cool handshake or technology or Norm McDonald's, bitched about the space litter while having the nerve to admit they'd already reported us to the Galactic Council, and then they're trying to get Joaquin Phoenix's contact information from me. Apparently, they lost contact with him after signs. I'm hassling them and heckling them over this, calling it out for the bullshit I believe it is. One of them, actually he, they don't identify as them, gets so upset that he lets out a little secret. The others get mad at him after he spills the beans that those tinfoil hats people used to wear, like Joaquin Phoenix wears in the movie Signs, were actually their data mining tech. They basic reverse psychology Trump-level rhetoric tricked us into thinking they would block thoughts, when in fact they were broadcasting these thoughts all the way out to these junk aliens out in the universe. Hey, are you guys listening? You've got to, because I'm not listening to me anymore, and somebody's got to say the stuff that I'm saying. Given the nature of this, what's happening here now between us, you and I, the listener, the audience, we do need methods to ensure that we're all being looked after, that we're all able to get what we want, that we're all comfortable as that is happening. If at any time you find yourself uncomfortable wanting to stop for any reason, our safe word is, Hey Alexa, 
Or you couldn't just stop the podcast. Kimosabi. I'm not native. I'm not even one of those white people that has like the 116th Cherokee in them. That's just what I call the little kids that cry when they get chemotherapy. Kimosabi. On a quick side note, Reservation Dogs is the best show around right now. Every episode has been so good, and it's such a unique show. It's building and developing so incredibly well and just all around such a great thing to watch. It's as entertaining as it is funny as it is a good show that is well made. What is well made? What really makes something well made? This old generation hanging around the boomers had a lot of stuff that was well made. They had lifetime goods. America used to produce the best products they could that were so efficiently produced, so well made, that they could last longer than people that used them. We don't do that anymore. I won't get into the politics of the why, and it's not to say that we don't still have quality products, it's just not on that level. Especially lately, it's just more and more things get less and less well-made. These old people, these boomers, are well-made enough that they're still here, they're still sticking around, hanging on, no matter what's happening, but they have these awful personalities and beliefs and philosophies And it matches the shape they're in, physically. Most of them are able to play old people bingo, where they could just sit around and have them call out all the disease and ailments and things that are wrong with them physically. Smile harder. I heard somebody say that last night. Smile harder. I thought it was good advice. I liked the way that it sounded. Smile harder. The other night, I had this dream... I don't remember all of it or anything other than the fact that I was screaming. Genuinely angry, stressed out, upset, screaming. That full chest burning and tearing kind of screaming. No idea why or who else was there. I think there were people I just don't remember who just this screaming in my dream. I woke up so relieved and relaxed that it was just a dream, but also that I was able to get that out in that dream because I needed that. I needed to do that. There aren't too many places in my real life, any places that I know of where I can do that, where I can scream that way. I'm not sure if I'm even able to do it physically anymore. I might hurt myself and not be able to work or do the podcast for like a week if I were to even try that now. Like, I just went to get a glass of water and my butt cheek and lower back hurt. I don't know if I was sitting weird that strained it somehow or if it's when I stood up wrong. I know I'm not supposed to still be a hunter-gatherer. I don't think we've completely evolved out of that, but I know that I'm not still, like, evolved for that either. But I also know that I shouldn't be just sitting all day for work either, that that's also equally unhealthy for me. And then there's the shit that I do where I just get a chalkboard, and now I've got a chalkboard in my life. Ooh, yeah! I know that if I were doing that bit live, that I would have to pause for applause when I mentioned having a chalkboard, because people are really into chalkboards. 
Then I'd want to keep that energy going, so I'd ask them something like, do you guys like music? Woo! It would build, there'd be even more energy now. Because everybody loves music, and everybody knows everybody loves music, and you're especially supposed to show how much you love that when you're at a gathering, even if it's not a music gathering, like a comedy show. So then I ask them, do you like the music that's written by poor children with dirty faces? You catch them off guard like that, and there's still some people that will accidentally cheer. It takes them a minute to realize it, too, and then they drink more. Everything but the truth. That'd make a great mixed drink. Maybe it already is one. Next time I go out, I'll have to try and order an everything but the truth. There's so much that falls into that category of everything but the truth. All that shit we allow and accept before what we know is true. Like with Norm... Or anyone dying. There are always these people that are like, no, I can't believe it. How could this happen? All this, like, disbelief. Anytime anyone dies, I believe it. There's so much death and it can happen so easily. Sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes I wish it didn't happen. Sometimes it takes time for me to realize that it has. But Norm looked like shit there for a while. He looked unhealthy. Plus, he died from cancer, which takes on anyone and everyone and kills many of them. Norm is such a legend, and he is so loved. That's enough. That's more than enough. Back in 2019, on November 16th, the day after my birthday, Norm was going to be at Talking Stick, which was right by where I worked. I thought about and wanted to see him so badly, and I just didn't. For such stupid and small reasons, I just didn't. And I told myself that it was okay, that I would see him the next time he was here. Maybe that's why I was dreaming of screaming. It's not a mistake I'm going to repeat. It's not a mistake, but... I am making sure I don't do anything that may make me feel that way, and I went and saw Doug Stanhope. He's one of my comedy heroes, one of my favorites, and I'm so glad that I got to see him. It was not what I thought it was going to be. It was not my favorite or funniest set that he's done. I didn't laugh that hard or that often, honestly. But I'm so glad I got to see and experience that, and it was a perfect show. Post-pandemic and this last year and a half or whatever, it was perfect for what it was. For who he is, and who we are, and what we've been through, and what we're coming out of now. His openers fit that way too, and were great on their own. The first and MC for the night, Luis Alvarez, is a local comic who I started following on Instagram and found another great comedy show because of What's Good Comedy at the Film Bar exposed me to another like six local comics who were way funnier than I expected in a setting that was way better than I'd imagined. I'm following them as well now, and there's another show I'm going to on Tuesday that's going to be similar. 
I'm getting there. I'm getting ready. I'm finding the scene here in Phoenix. I'm finding places I like. I'm finding people I like. And I'm seeing how it can be done and where and when. The weather is going to be better here in about a month and I should be out of this shitty job by then. We are past that bitch phase I was in for these last 10 episodes where I was complaining and venting a lot as well. I'd have liked to have known sooner because I could have and would have done something about it. I still could, but my preferred method is to make it better moving forward. Let's see how that works out. One last thing before we end this episode, we are now accepting auditions for You're Dying the Musical for the parts of Cancer Dancer and Humor Tumor. The music is being written and performed by Elon John, an AI that uses algorithms from Elton John's music and Elon Musk's tweets and logic. So it's only socially and emotionally tone deaf. The music is quite good. I am required by the FDA and the FCC to announce that it has been programmed to believe that it has cancer. Listening to this music may cause cancer or cancer-related symptoms. The podcast should already be doing that, though.